Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't know, you won't know. But we about to tell you, so it's okay. My name is Dangerous Duke. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast. Just putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. And today we have a special edition pod for you guys. Yes, sir. Uh, as you guys know, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is coming up. And we decided let's have a Hell in the Cell uh, Hell in the Cell episode. So we're going to run down some of our favorite Hell in the Cell matches that have happened since the Hell in the Cell has came about. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to bring up some potential dream matches that we would have in a Hell in a Cell. So we asked a couple people on our Instagram uh, what their favorite matches were, and it seemed fairly fairly consistent. It was really only two people that uh, were in most of the picks. Yeah, uh, which makes sense. Uh, <laughs> half, the, half the entire history of the Hell in a Cell has been made up of these two. Yeah, so, so we got a lot of people saying their favorite ones are you know, Batista, Triple H, mm-hmm. or they're saying their favorites are Undertaker, Triple H from Mania 28. Mm-hmm. And those are really like the two people you think of when you think of the Hell in the Cell. Yeah, this is really a, a testament to Triple H and The Undertaker uh, for just elevating this every single time they step in there. Yeah, because they almost never, I don't think they've ever had a bad Hell in the Cell match. Not off the top of your head that you can think of. No, yeah, so, no. So, testament to them, definitely for sure. But uh, let's get down to it. Let's get into some of our favorite ones. You mm-hmm. want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'll knock out. I'll knock out the first one. Um, do we both have Batista and Triple H on our list? He's on my list. He's on your list. Yeah. I'll let you tackle that one. Um, my first one. I'm gonna do uh, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Undertaker. But mm-hmm. not the newer one from their uh, revival feud. Mm-hmm. Um, when they old heads, not that one. The initial uh, Brock versus Taker, uh, I, which it's just hit me that they've done that twice. <laughs> I mean, it was it was years and years and years apart. But the very first one to me was the better one. Um, oh, yeah, it was Biker Taker uh, against Brock Lesnar. And it was for the undisputed WWE Championship. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of I would agree that you know the the first one is better than the second one just because you know Taker's older, mm-hmm. and when they did it the second time, I mean he was still moving good, but he he wasn't moving like he was when he was Biker Taker. Exactly, and you were always worried about if he had an injury after the match or yeah, you know his health was really a thing. And him and Brock last couple times they fought, yeah. You definitely well take her in general. You got to get worried about that as he got older. Yeah, and I remember this one um, strictly. It was it was in a really weird point in time because, um, and shit, I remember this going back uh, and watching the old WWE, uh, the old WWE Raw episodes, uh, Raw and SmackDown episodes because it was in that weird period of time where one week. Uh, Taker had the belt, and then mm-hmm. like a week or two later, for whatever reason, he didn't have a belt no more, and suddenly it was like uh, uh, the Rock and uh, Brock at SummerSlam out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. they, 
it was a whole lot of confusion in a, in a span of a few weeks, but there was this sweet spot in time where The Undertaker had the undisputed WWE Championship and Brock Lesnar was coming at him hard. Yeah, I remember this. Um, and Taker had it. He he had the sh- it was short hair biker Taker, so mm-hmm. it was older. It was like post uh, whipping Hulk Hogan's ass. Um, yeah, post whipping Hulk Hogan's ass. And he had his hand wrapped up. And I remember I I would rewatch this on DVD so many times. That's why it's so high on my list. But Brock uh took like a a a fire hydrant or something. And he attacked Taker backstage and broke his hand. Oh, uh, yeah. He hit him with the... Yeah, he, he was, like, pushing it into his hand or something, right? Right. So he, he, he was pushing it into his hand. He had battered his hand. Um, and they weren't going to let him go into the match. But, you know, Taker's Taker. Taker found his way into the match. Yeah, it wasn't Taker, like, punching him with the cast still on. Yeah, he on. was punching him with the cast still on. Uh, and it was just two badasses in there going at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the best of their ability at their physical peaks, at least for Taker at the time. Yeah. Um, and they just they just tore it down. And back back in that time, uh, especially in that character, mm-hmm. if you were stepping in there with Taker, you you were about to get ass whooped. Yeah. And uh, give it to Brock. He he won that match, but he took an ass whooping. He took an ass whooping. He definitely did. Anybody that steps in there with Taker, you gotta automatically assume you got an ass whooping coming your way. Whether you win the match or lose the match, you're still you still got ass whooping coming your way. Yeah, it was a long night for him. So that's my first one. Just because I've re I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a classic. All right. Well, since we're on the topic of classics, and you mentioned Triple H and Batista, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. When they fought, I think it was what was it? Backlash. I do believe it was Backlash. When they had their uh, their Hell in the Cell, that match was the epitome of brutality at that point in time yes especially since yes. you got the hottest heel right at that point in time which was triple h hottest on the planet and then you had batista who was just starting his big push mm-hmm. they literally went in there they tore the house down you know uh shout out to the barbed wire steel chair yeah <laughs> i was gonna say that too because you know that was a point in time where they were still letting people bleed mm-hmm. and Triple H and Batista were just all bloody the hell up. It kind of looked like when um, what was it when JBL fought John mm-hmm. in the I or no when John yeah when John was all busted up from the uh, the I Quit match. John JBL yes yeah, yeah that's yeah, kind of yeah, how they were bleeding like yeah and I mean it's still the when same. they were having their initial first title run yeah like it's, and, it, and literally the same point in time but mm-hmm. they were actually like letting them bleed like that. Mm-hmm. So that match was brutal, and then it, it it even elevated Batista more than yeah. Mania did. And it was a it was a testament to um, storytelling, truly, mm-hmm. because I remember this. I remember the whole build up to this match, and I'm a heel by nature, uh, but I'm ashamed to admit I was actually on Triple H's side. Which is not ironic, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, it, obviously, for the, for, yeah, for, the, for the listeners, this is like, well, duh. But <laughs> but I was a kid at the time, and as a kid, you're supposed to be on Batista's side about this. Mm-hmm. But um, ironically enough, I was starting to get into this space where I just believed Triple H was going to be champion so much <laughs> that it was just kind of like, well, he has to win, right? He just lost the belt, but he has to win. He has to win. 
and that was their whole that was Batista's whole thing though. Uh I remember because the the promo that made it so funny was uh they were having this to kind of put a end to this. Mm-hmm. And Batista's whole thing was like, like I've i beaten you like two three times now. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I I beat you at Mania. Yeah. And, and then I beat you again. I, maybe you're just a loser. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> so this seemed it it seemed to me like well he has to win now otherwise he's a loser. <laughs> right? And sure enough. Third time is not the charm. He, was still <laughs> he a loser. lost again, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Triple I mean, H. it's just like it's like Dave said all the all those years later. Triple H is a legend. He has done everything in this business. Everything except beat me. And it is it was so funny because the run following Batista winning the the championship was really like it it and it's it's hard for me to say, but there hasn't been such a um a champion that doesn't have to rely on a character mm-hmm. uh like Batista uh and probably until now with Roman. Yeah. Where Roman's a character, but he's much less of a character and more so just unstoppable. Yeah. Um I I would say I, I would kind of agree with that, but I, I would say in that point in time, like even after Batista got injured, mm-hmm. I would say Kurt was the same type. Like Kurt didn't really rely on a character when he picked up the title. That's true. But then again, that's true. That's because he was just always the intense guy, which I, I guess that that was his character. That was design, his thing, but, though. Yeah. Like Edge was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H was Triple H was like a, a Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> My precious. <laughs> Between well, the hell was and just, the Batista was just good. Like yeah. he's just. He's just good. Like, mm-hmm. it, there was nothing really... Like, he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. He was just... Yeah, I'm just better than you. And they like, tried so many times after to recreate Batista, and they failed miserably. Miserably. And, and I, I I, really can't remember another character like that. Like, when Batista went up against anybody, it wasn't a thing of... um, It wasn't a thing of character versus character. It was just like... Are you really gonna beat Batista? Mm-hmm. It was what it was at the end of the day. Yeah. Like when it was him and Eddie, like it, I love Eddie. We love Eddie to death, but I but didn't Eddie think Eddie. Really win? Yeah, it was like is Eddie really gonna beat yeah. Batista? Like Batista's Batista. You know what I mean? Like it just he just had to be himself. And and at that point, it was so good because Triple H had worked so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. For this young guy to just. Who is wasn't really young at the time, but that's kayfabe. Yeah, he was. He was for this young guy that he was grooming to just be so clearly better than him out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It was, and it made for an amazing match. Yeah, that that match because of that and everything you just said, it was a great story. Yeah, and that's what made the payoff being the Hell in the Cell. That's what made it that much better because then he had to try to beat Triple H at this point in Triple H's own game which was the hell in the cell mm-hmm. so that, he literally locked it up into where you thought Triple H was the only reasonable option and if I'm not mistaken I think that was the first time Hunter lost in the hell in the cell I'm that might have been part of the angle I'm, well. I'm gonna have to go back and check cause he'd be yeah I'm trying to think about who he'd lost to 
Yeah, I don't think he lost. I don't it. think he lost anybody up to that point. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go yeah. back and check that, but I'm pretty sure that's the first time he's lost in a Hell in a Cell. Because he never fought Taker before in a Cell up to mm-hmm. that point. He beat Cactus. Yeah. Um, who else did he have the Hell in a Cell against? Uh, he had it against Sean, right? He had it against Sean. I think he beat Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in the Six Man? No, he wasn't in the six man. So yeah, I think he might have won all of them up to that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's one of my favorites for sure. Batista and Hunter at Backlash. Damn, that's something to get into in my ladder. That was like for him. That was his. That was his ladder match mm-hmm. for like Edge. All right, um, is it is it on me or is it on you? Uh, it's on you. Um, here I'll take. Uh, while I'm bashing in glory of Triple H, um, we'll do Triple H. No, we'll. All right, you do one from the fans. I'll do one from the fans. Um, I'm gonna do Taker versus Triple H three. Okay, that's uh, that's the Mania twenty eight one. That is the Mania twenty eight. Uh, Undertaker versus Triple H. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels special guest referee. Um. Another fucking great story. What a fucking saga these three men put together. The end of an era. That match was great. It really yeah. was. That's probably, that's got to be up there for definitely top two greatest Hell in the Cells of all time. Yeah. I would put. I would definitely put that up there. Yeah. I mean, and just uh, as far as matches that pull emotion out of you. Mm-hmm. It's a testament to them because they're three older guys from a different era of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And they respected the match so much. They respected the feud that they wanted to tell a great story in the cell. And I feel like those two are the greatest to tell the story in the hell in the cell. And you you really can't think of three better storytellers. Um, three better uh three better men to be in uh, a hell in a cell at that mm-hmm. level you talk about the two people that started the hell in a cell yeah with uh two people that have been in the hell in a cell more than any other person in wrestling history absolutely um all coming together to give this kind of going away story that it ended up not being a going away story but <laughs> at the point but, <laughs> at that point in time it, it yeah, was but the at going that point, away story for about like three months for triple h yeah as mankind um has said many times over if i could have just stopped right there that'd have been that would have been, been okay <laughs> nah, they did um, they did great telling that story man yeah and it, it just it put such uh an ending to a storyline that was like four or five years long. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Sean and Undertaker matches were so great. Um, and I remember being the first person to think, well, where do you go from here? <laughs> it was like, oh, he went to Triple H. Triple H is going to beat him. Triple H's got to beat him. And then Triple H didn't beat him, and he barely got away. And you really thought Triple H was going to beat him? Listen, I thought a few people were gonna beat the Undertaker. I hate to be that guy, but I thought I thought at I one point Hunter would do it. I thought at one point Batista might do it, and oh, I that, thought at one point CM Punk might do it. 
none of those were the option I, I, I saw play out, but they were all options I feel like would have been better than what they ended up going with. <laughs> I, I really Shit, had... I thought Bray Wyatt could do it. Damn, man. I honestly had, I had zero faith in Hunter beating uh, Taker. Just for the, the first time. The first oh, time. Oh, you're talking about uh, the second time. Seventeen. Um, no, 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 no. Um, oh no, no, you're, you're talking about the. I'm yeah. talking about the second time. Right. There's three. There's three of them. Yeah. Guys, they went at it one time at WrestleMania 17, unrelated to this story, um, where this was really just a story about Taker coming back and Triple H being pissed. There was another big dog in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so he fucked up his bike and then got his ass kicked because you never fuck with Undertaker's bike. Hmm. You try me, I'll make you famous. Um, then the second one was part of the Shawn Michaels Triple H uh, Undertaker feud. Yeah. Um, the second one, I thought no chance. But you got to remember how the second one ended. Taker didn't walk out. Taker had to be carried out. He won by the the what is what do they call that Hell's Gate choke, mm-hmm. and he was like barely able to move. So when he wanted to go at it again, I thought this is it, it's over. Nah, it's over. I and Sean's the guest referee. I, Are you I, kidding me? I still didn't think you he was kidding gonna me? do it. I still didn't think he was gonna do it just for the simple fact that they were both older. If somebody's gonna. Now, at this point in time, I I was thinking, if someone's going to break the streak, it's going to have to be somebody that they need to build up. Or it's going to have to be somebody that they're trying to push as, you know, a big person. I, and I understood that, which is why I thought um, it should have went to Bray Wyatt or CM Punk. But you got to understand, at this point, I thought they didn't have anybody. And because they were going with Triple H the second time, and the way Taker left the 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 ring, the ring where mm-hmm. he he barely I'd never seen him win via chokeout before, and I'd never seen him not walk out. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe they came to the decision that these are the best three Undertaker matches you've <laughs> probably seen in a long ass time. Yeah. What if we just wrap it up here? Because you got to stop, you got to stop, and you got to stop. <laughs> and what happened? They kept on going. And they all kept on going and they ended up ruining the legacy. But, but well, they didn't just stop right Sean there. Well, keep going, but, you know. Yeah, but he did eventually come back and ruin it. Yeah. Um, he, he ruined he, it. Like, God damn it, he should have stayed retired. Should have went with it. We have to stay retired. How does everyone except Ric Flair learn? Um... <sighs> How does everyone except Ric Flair not learn? Sorry. Just to put that in perspective, how does Ric Flair be the only one that actually retired after he said he was retiring? Not counting TNA. I'm, not uh, counting okay. TNA. Uh, I was about to say, hold <laughs> on, wait a minute. minute. We don't watch Ric Flair and TNA. <laughs> we don't do that. Um, but yeah, it, 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 just, it was a testament to great storytelling and um, one of those times that I really thought maybe this is it like maybe Taker loses here because you and you laugh but you can't tell me when Shawn Michaels super kicked him into the pedigree you didn't think for a second 
Oh, sir, this is it. It's over. I, yeah, I did. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. They're going to screw him out the fucking street. I was like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Nah, I was like, JR, not this way. Not right. this way. I, I thought, like, all right, they're beating him down a lot. And Triple H is giving him the whole, if you want this to stop, you stop it, short. And I'm like, oh, no. You know, but Taker's going to come back. Taker's going to come back. It's, it's going to be okay. And then Taker starts to come back, and then the sweet chin music and then the pedigree happens, and I'm like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> they but, screwed him off the street. But it was still a great match, though. It, it, like, yeah, yeah. Like we said, man. It was, it was I, amazing. I feel like we're beating a dead horse at this point when we say that, but it was, it was a great storytelling of, of a match. Listen, if you if you if you think we're just we're just we're just kidding around, go back and watch. Mm-hmm. If you think it's not as great as we're boasting, go back and watch it again. Alright. So I'm gonna bring up a clusterfuck of a match. Not in a bad way, but in a good way. Okay. Because there was so many moving parts to this. The six man hell in the cell from Armageddon. That match had nothing but stars in it. I think the least, um, I think at that point in time there was like what five world champions, like of the of the six men in there, five of them had been a world champ. Everyone but Rikishi. Yeah, and poor Rikishi. <laughs> right, poor Kish. Like, poor Kish. You're the biggest damn man in that match, and you taking the worst bump out of everybody. Uh, poor Kish, man. Kish got choked. Man, he got choke slammed onto the back of that damn truck. And you could tell that there was, like, a bunch of padding in there. Mm. But it still looked like it hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A drop that high has Like, what do you think his big ass was thinking the whole way down? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, where's Please don't die. Where's Please don't die. (laughs) No, but they did great in that match, too. Kurt showed his ass off. Mm. Kishi did great. Taker did great. That match was... For me, as a kid, that match was a great match. That, That was probably... One of the first Hell in the Cells that got me overly excited that I watched, mm-hmm. like, live. And this is one of those that um, went, uh, I think, amazingly well, mm-hmm. considering how bad it could have been. Yeah, it, it definitely could have been bad having all those people in there. Exactly. I mean, when you figure you got five main eventers and then you got Rikishi... Not to say Rikishi is not a better. He's a legend. He is, but just compared to the other people he's in there with. Yeah. It was a great match and you know, mm-hmm. they they made it go as good as they could have mm-hmm. and it definitely like you said, it could have went way worse. It could have went way worse. Sound. And looking looking at it from a kid, you don't see how that could happen. Mm-hmm. But looking at it now where um the way we look at things uh, the more names you have involved in something, the worse it could possibly go. Yeah. So six men in a match like that, to a certain age group, looks amazing. But, mm-hmm. you know, as a booker or as somebody who's been around for a lot of clusterfuck matches, mm-hmm. this could be terribly, yeah. terribly bad. It and they really found a way to go to make it go as as exceptionally as it possibly could have been, mm-hmm. uh, especially with that huge spot from Rikishi. Yeah, I mean they had a few big spots in there. I know Kirk went crazy with his uh, suplexes and the chair swings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But and I think if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Taker brought something out in that match too. I don't remember what it was exactly, but Taker was over there swinging weapons and they did great with it. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Uh, if you could have, would you have put anybody else in that type of match though? Like, um, how do I say? It? If you could take Rikishi out of the match, I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume you would take Rikishi out. Is there anybody you would put in that match instead of Rikishi? Uh, this was for the world championship, right? Yes. And we had uh, Keish, Taker, Kurt, um, Austin. Yes, I believe Austin. Kurt, Taker, Keish, Austin. Who else was in this? Um, I think Rock was in it, too. Right. Rock and you said Hunter wasn't in it. Who else was in it? Was Jericho in it? Was Jericho that last man? Uh, I Kurt, think I'm not. Rob I'm not. I'm not even 100 percent on that one. It actually was Triple H. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, Triple H. Um, who who would I put it? I might have put Chris in it. I might I might have taken out Keish and put Keish, uh put uh Chris Jericho in it. I I, I at would, the time. Yeah, because we really haven't seen many Jericho hell in the cells, right? Jericho was a was a, a dark horse in that era. Uh, uh, he 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 wasn't quite at the level, but he was certainly where Rikishi was or better. I think at that point in time, Jericho is a good one, but just to just to not make it because uh, Jericho wasn't. I don't think Jericho had many. Uh, world title runs at that time so i'm gonna throw in another guy who didn't have a world title run at that time but was still like a mid-carter guy mm-hmm. and i'm probably gonna get shit for saying this i would have put benoit in there no 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 but well i think over maybe, jericho no i'm not I, i'm not putting oh Jer- not as a comparison yeah no no, no just I, like i'm not, not putting jericho yeah, like i'm not putting jericho in because you picked jericho but i would have put me i would have put benoit in there like jericho's okay. a good pick to okay. have, but i just okay. would have put benoit because as a replacement for rikishi i'd put benoit yeah in. because normally in crazy matches like that you always have one spot guy i feel like in your case jericho would have been the spot guy yeah so i would have used benoit as my spot guy because mm. benoit did was known to jump off of stuff like jericho was at that point True. in time but that was still a great depending match. depending on the time now. This is what what year was that? That was two thousand. Oh yeah, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to be funny. He's a good pick then. Yeah, you got to you got to be funny pick with your. Picks. Had it had it been two thousand two, maybe I'd have been like, well, maybe you could put Jeff in there. Yeah, but I I I if it was post, I would have put if Jeff. it was post like Taker Jeff ladder match, but yeah, but I I still wouldn't have put Jeff in there. I mean. Jeff's good. Jeff's a good high flyer and always good for the extreme stuff. But I, I just wouldn't put Jeff. Just in to there. take that fall though. <laughs> just, oh, just put him. Because Benoit's not taking that fall. Remember, Benoit was uh, afraid of heights. Ironically, <laughs> afraid of heights. Yet he would do the diving headbutt. Yet he would do the diving headbutt. <laughs> Didn't he do it off a ladder a couple yes. times too? Yes. <laughs> scared of heights, but he's still, uh, he's still, still to made that, those man. jumps. William Regal wouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how scared he was about mm, it? Yeah. Oh my god. He was in like one of those uh TLC matches and he was not he, going up that I think he was ladder. in a Money in the Bank match too. He was not going up that fucking ladder. He was in it was him and Rick the same year in the Money in the Bank. Oh my god. That'll be another topic of discussion. We'll be talking about Money in the Banks too. Mm. But yeah, the six man hell in a cell, that's a that's definitely a favorite of mine. Um 
Shit, what do we knock out? Uh, let's go. Uh, damn, Triple H is in like all of these. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Triple H versus Cactus Jack. Okay. Um, so for a while, for a string of months, they had paired Triple H with Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because Triple H had had the IC run with The Rock. Um, he had done a little bit with Austin. Um, and you work with Undertaker here and there with Sean. And they gave him Cactus as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Or Mick Foley as a challenge. Um, and you remember the McMahon Helmsley era had been making fun of Mick and you know they'd fired him and yeah had to rehire him and gave him title shots they didn't want to give him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh until he had had enough and became Cactus Jack gotta love Cactus man and, and they had that str- crazy that, that crazy ass uh street fight um which is by far one of my all time favorite Triple H matches mm-hmm. is him and Cactus in the street fight. But another one of their iconic matches was their Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And God bless <laughs> Mick Foley. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Uh, for the bumps that he's taken in his life. Yeah. That- because that match was ridiculous. I don't think... I say all the time I would do high spots. I would do I would do jumps off of ladders and stuff. I am not taking a McFoley bump. Fucking ridiculous. You better give me all the padding in the world to take a McFoley bump. Like, Vince owes his life to McFoley. <laughs> like, McFoley saved his ass in the Attitude Era. Oh my God. If there was a more not supposed to be taking this bump looking guy in the world, <laughs> it was McFoley. And he was doing everything out there. He was he was going through tables. He was taking sledgehammer shots. He was taking barbed wire shots. He was taking thumbtacks. Uh, the man went through the hell in the cell through the ring to to Jesus. to to end that match. Like Mick Foley is the epitome of do not try this at home. Well, since since we're on the topic of do not try this at home with Mick Foley, I got one for you. Mankind and The Undertaker. Oh, yes. Arguably the most iconic Hell in the Cell moment of all time. Mm-hmm. Being thrown off the top of the cell through the damn announcer's table. By God, he's broken in half. Like didn't his like didn't he lose like part of his ear doing he, that? He he lost he he lost his ear in the uh barbed in a barbed wire match. Oh okay. He he lost his tooth in this one. All right, this, this one was his tooth. His tooth went through his face. Yeah. Oh my god. That, oh, that's exactly. What and it got was. stuck in his nose. Jesus. Like, like we've seen people hurt we've seen people like you know hurt their teeth or lose their teeth we've seen we've seen Benoit lose a tooth we've seen uh I think Natty lose a tooth we've seen um who else have we seen lose a tooth we've seen Cesaro get his two front teeth knocked into his uh his gums that was nasty 
But how bad of a damn fall must you have for you to not only lose your tooth, but you lose it in your damn nose? And smiled at the camera. Like if there's we, not if there's like, not a more iconic moment from a Hell in the Cell match, like that is probably to me that is the most iconic Hell in the Cell match moment of all time. He is insane. That man is insane. That man literally put his body on the line when he shouldn't have, just for Vince McMahon. Didn't he fall again? Didn't he fall again after that? I feel like he fell a couple times. <laughs> I know he fell a couple times with Hunter. They that really could have ended the match there. Like nobody would have blamed him. That man just wanted to take bumps his whole life. That, like, how do you wake up in the morning and tell yourself, "All right, I'm gonna fall yeah. my ass off yeah. of a hell in the cell"? Not once, but twice. <laughs> He's the guy that watches like an, a, a half hour of Shane McMahon highlights, and then says, "Hold my beer." <laughs> Pretty much. There, there isn't a crazier guy. God bless him. Mrs. Foley's baby boy, gotta love it. He's he's absolutely nuts, man. And and you're talking about matches that were were probably like five to ten years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I what was that? That I feel like that Hell in a Cell match might have been, um, maybe ninety eight, ninety seven. When was that? Um, I want to ninety seven sounds about right. 97 sounds right. It was 97, the first one. Uh, I'm not... I could be thinking about the first Hell in a Cell you're, match. You're probably thinking about... The, no, I think the first Hell in a Cell match was 97. It was 97? Yeah, I think it was 97. So I might be thinking about... What am I thinking about? Am I thinking about 98? Yeah, they fought in uh yeah they fought ninety eight Taker okay. Mankind Taker Mankind were ninety eight okay because I know Sean and I know Sean and Taker were Bad Blood ninety seven mm. yeah but I mean it, I don't know it's just that that man is incredible yeah for real and they they took it to the to the absolute limit um Hunter Hunter and Cactus Taker Mankind. Shout out to Mick Foley in general, because that man... Yeah, he's a hardcore icon for a reason. All right, so you got any more you want to rattle off? or? Uh, I got I got one more. Right. We did Batista, we did Cactus, we did Taker and Hunter, we did Brock, we did the Sixth Man. Um, before my honorable mention, or do we do honorable mentions first? No, yeah, you could just knock them out. Um, I'll do my top one, then I'll give an honorable mention. Okay. Um... Well, not a top one, but my last one. Mm-hmm. These are really hard to rank. We didn't rank them. Yeah, no. We we, we would have sat here for hours if we tried to rank them because we just couldn't. Um, but my last one is um, simply for the fact of the supernatural. Um, since we're talking about Mankind and Undertaker. Uh, how about Undertaker and Edge? Mm. And their uh, Hell in a Cell match, which... I hadn't initially crossed my mind until I'd started doing my research on this pod, mm-hmm. uh, on this topic, and I'd realized, man, I was there for this match, and I remember how it ended. The match itself was was solid, as all Edge matches are, but at the end of this match, um, there was no pinfall, there was no submission, um, 
Instead, Edge was choke slammed to hell. Uh, literally. Oh, damn. <laughs> he yeah. Throw, he choke slammed off of a ladder through mm-hmm. the ring. Yeah. In which fire had erupted. Then he'd been sent to hell. I remember that. <laughs> and was gone. Like, he was gone for months. I remember that. Finding his way out of hell. <laughs> God damn it, Taker. <laughs> and he literally did... chokeslammed his man to hell. Literally. And you know what? Um, the the match is, is hilarious. The comeback, even more so. Because Edge absolutely bought into the fact that he was in hell the entire time. Mm-hmm. He came back. He came back in the same outfit. Full beard. Like he had not cut his hair. <laughs> like, you know why Taker did that? <laughs> why? Payback for Matt Hardy. Payback from Matt Hardy. <laughs> this is where your sentencing is. This is for Matt. Uh, then if right. that's the case, he absolutely deserved it. Yeah. I mean, the good news is he fought his way out. He fought his way out, though. He fought his way back for sure. Um, that's a great one, though. But that was that was one of those you you were watching. It was like, oh, this is you know, it's a cool match, and then it it just the. The choke slam through the through the ring was like what, and then the fire was like, wait, what the fuck Damn is it. going on? What is happening here? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so that was that was a hilarious one for me because I remember beautiful. watching it and just being like, this is ridiculous. He sent him to hell, and it, it is at that point they were doing supernatural Undertaker shit, like very. Rarely, mm-hmm. so just to send him to hell was like a very weird, like out of nowhere choice. We're you just thought it would have been Kane doing something like that, right? Yeah, at the time, because I think Kane was still like a, a little bit supernatural. Oh my god! So that was hilarious. That was nuts. All right, so I want to I want to jump into these uh these dream matches real quick. Oh, um, give me an honorable mention before you do the drink. Uh, my honorable mention? Yeah. You, um, you know what? I can't think of an honorable mention off the top of my head, so I'm going to go with probably an off-the-wall pick. Okay. Um, let's go with Jericho Batista. Mm. Jericho Batista. The one where... Uh, they did the blade job. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. This was after. This was after they made the decision yeah. not to. Yeah. Yeah, because you know Jericho wanted color. Batista badass obliged. <laughs> Very Batista obliged, Jericho. and then Jericho, Batista, and the referee both got hit with. All three of them got hit with fines, mm-hmm. and Batista paid all three fines, just for that reason alone. That's why. It's Shout my out to them. Shout out to fuck Vince McMahon. Let's just do it. I know. Let's just do shout, it. Shout out to Dave for looking out like that, too. Facts. Because Dave didn't have to do it. Jericho, Big man to pay all those fines. Yeah, Jericho was the one who wanted the color. And Batista's like, all right, he's the veteran. I'm going to go off of him. And he said, fuck it, I'll pay the fine. Big man. Um, My honorable mention, um, the only one from the actual Hell in a Cell pay-per-views, um, Roman and Jay. 
You know what? That's so recent that I forgot to mention it. But yeah. that was a beautiful match too. Because it, it just it was. There is no greater writing. <laughs> yeah, that that story. Like, was, that was a good story. The story, like the the crying, the choke out, like I mean, oh, there is one thing I, I would have done different though. What beauty? There is one thing I would have done different with that story. You know how they brought out uh, Roman's uh, Roman's dad? Yeah. I, even though Jay lost, I still would have brought out Rikishi. You like, brought out Rikishi. Like have Rikishi go and check on his son and shit. I would have too. I would have too. I mean, I would have had Rikishi acknowledge him, but I still would have had Rikishi go check on his son. Oh, that'd have been a oh, the extra icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, like motherfucker. <laughs> like I gotta acknowledge you because mm-hmm. it's for the family. But I'm gonna go check on my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Yeah, that 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 would have that would have you know what would have been, you know what would have been worse more. if Roman was walking out of there and Rikishi was was wasn't gonna acknowledge him and he was just gonna go down the ramp and Roman stopped him mm-hmm. before he went down. Uh, Roman just <laughs> and made him, him acknowledge. Right no, and Roman made him acknowledge him before uh, going down. Like, hold on, go check on I? your son, but. Who am I? Who's your chief? <laughs> hey, that'd have been funny like. as hell. That'd have been funny. <laughs> oh, that damn! I never thought about that. That would have been a crazy add-on. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Let's get the dream matches. All right. So my first dream match that I'm making is for the women of wrestling. Okay, I only got one of those. Go ahead, Lita. You son of a bitch! Don't say it. Versus Paige. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Lita versus Paige, because that's like two badasses right there. That's yeah. two like extreme, crazy type of people. Mm-hmm. I would book that match in a heartbeat. Yep, I dig it. I have I one other it. person Very in mind. Rock. Very punk rock. I have one other person in mind instead of Paige, but I went with Paige. Lita was always going to be there. Okay. I had one also for Lita. Mm-hmm. She does seem tailor fit for this match. Mm-hmm. When I was going down my list of um, potential matchups uh, for a Hell in a Cell for women, Lita just seemed like the only one that would be like the spot maker. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Lita uh, in an underdog match against Shayna Baszler. Hmm. I like that. I like that match. I do. I like that match. Shayna was not my other pick, though, but I like that match. I didn't even think of Shayna. And, and I had it as uh, retro Lita. I didn't have it as, like, Lita now. Yeah. I had it as, like, back then Lita. Oh, yeah, it's fantasy book. Because you think, you think like, yeah. you think like Apex Lita with the Hardy swag. These are the matches you can create on WWE 2K. Right. And Shayna built like Shayna was mm-hmm. when she was going to fight Becky. Seems like a real underdog spot for Lita. Yeah. Um, my next one is a match that already happened. Okay. But it didn't happen in the Hell in the Cell. Okay. Triple H versus Sting. Didn't happen in the Hell in the Cell. Are we talking about Prime or are we talking about when they were having their thing? No, no. We, I want Prime Sting. Prime Sting? I want Prime Sting and the King of Kings. I'd be, I'd be putting my bid in for Sting. You you think you think Sting would have got the bid for Sting? 
Yeah, like like I I want uh, because you gotta think Prime Sting is like Taker. Yeah. I'm gonna Sting. Yeah, I, I I would go Sting too, but I just think if they could have had that match in a Hell in a Cell, hell of a match. Yeah, hell of a match. Damn, I'd go Red Face Paint. Um, I had. I'm gonna save that because I don't know if you're gonna pull him out for yours because I know he's one of your favorites. Um, I'm gonna go with a small one. Okay. Uh, cowboy versus cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, JBL, Hell in a Cell versus uh Prime Bobby Roode. Oh. Impact Bobby Roode. When you said cowboy versus cowboy, what you I, think? I was thinking Storm. Oh, James Storm. I was thinking James Storm. Yeah, I, I was. But si- I was Bobby sitting here Roode's waiting. Better. Yeah, but I was just sitting here waiting. Like, is he really about to say James Storm and JBL? No, 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 no. Bobby Roode is is more of a, and it, it and the way I would book it would be, um, Prime Bobby Roode, like it factor Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. um, and Prime JBL, uh, reverting and them both having to revert back to their yeah. cowboy days mm-hmm. to get in the cell. Okay. At the end of them day, at the end of the day, them just being. Uh, uh, just outlaw Texans. Yeah. Don't want to whoop each other's ass. Like that. Um, I'm gonna go the tag team route. Okay. I don't have a tag team. It's gonna be interesting. Fairly, fairly simple. I'm pretty sure this dream match has been thought of before, but I'm putting it in the cell. Let's do it. The Dudleys versus the Usos. Oh. Like just imagine that chaos. Not where I thought that was going. Just imagine that chaos in a hell in a cell. Okay. What would you Dudleys think? Dudley's and the Usos. What do you think? I was going Dudley's, Hardy's, and Edge. It, uh, I was. I had thought about that, but I was like, "Who's?" No, I'm. I'm going Dudley's. Dudley's and the Usos. Because at that Dudley's point, Dudley's and the Usos. That match. I think that match is a match of the night, right there. That, that's potentially a match, a tag team match of the year. Yeah. Yeah, like just think Damn, of the, the Dudleys and the Usos. You got the splat. You, you got the three Ds through the tables inside the cell or on top of the cell. Man, you got Jimmy what and Jay. Usos? What, what kind of Usos? The Uso Uso Usos Penitentiary now. Usos. Yeah, Uso Penitentiary. Yeah, not not okay. not the not the face paint. Usos. Not face paint Usos. I mean, what, nothing wrong with face paint Usos, but yeah, but, but no. Uso Penitentiary. Uso versus, Penitentiary is better versus them Dudleyville Dudley boys. Who's heel? Who's heel? Dudley's. Dudley's? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fucking match. Yeah, Dudley's. It's going to be a fucking match. The Dudley's got to be heel, man. It'll be a fucking match. Yeah, I, I can't have Uso Penitentiary being heel. Damn. There's definitely a lot of tables coming out. Damn, now. you know what? I'm mad I just said that match because I just thought. I think the, Us- the Uso Penitentiary Usos are fucking great in the hell in the cell. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I, I just yeah. thought of another one. <laughs> That's why I, I was like, I just thought of another I just thought of another one the with Dudleys? them. Oh, it's home. I just thought of another one all. with them. Oh, man. Alright, but go ahead. You got any more? Who you calling that? Who you calling to win that? I, I, I didn't think that far ahead. I just wanted to make I, the match. I honestly would not I, no. I don't care who wins the match. I yeah, just want to see just, the match. That would be one where I wouldn't put a bid in. I'd like, it's like, just shut up, it. take my money. Yeah, let's just make let's the match go, happen. Man. Um, okay, I got two big ones. Right. I'll go with the small one, another small one first, because my big one was 
I put a big one out there with Shane and Lita. I had JBL Bobby. Also have Samoa Joe versus Kevin Owens. Prime Kevin. Mm-hmm. Prime Joe. Okay. You know what's funny? I got Samoa Joe on one of mine too. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just missing Joe. Yeah. No, but I is it because it, again I'm a good fan of the the straight beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. And this feels like the same vibe. It's that, a beat 'em up type of match. Yeah. Well, like it's Kevin gonna, Owens is playing gonna no be, games. Yeah, it's going to be two guys just Samoa going Joe's after Joe's coming other. to whip ass. Mm-hmm. I don't even see a whole lot of weapons coming out. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe somebody's wrapping their fist in something. Yeah. Or maybe there's a chair, but. Or maybe there's a chair. But nothing crazy. Possibly a table. Mm-hmm. But this is just rough. Yeah. I'm with that. So I got possibly a muscle buster on steel steps. That would Ooh. be my highlight, Ooh. or or the pop up power bomb on steel steps. Mm-hmm. Possibly both. Huh. I don't know. It it could be a long night. All right. So you went the Joe route. I'm gonna go the Joe route. Samoa Joe, TNA Samoa Joe. Yes. So we got that Samoa Joe and ECW. New ECW CM Punk. ECW Punk versus TNA Samoa Joe. Like, it don't even have to be ECW Like, long punk. hair. Yeah, j- just long hair punk. So okay. So, you could even say Ring of Honor Punk. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I would go ECW Punk because he was more, he was a little bigger then. Mm. And then TNA Joe. Oh, that's a fight. Like, they've had... They, that's a fight. I mean, they've had a five-star match before in Ring of Honor. <sighs> That's a fight. But it's never been in a Hell in a Cell. So yeah. that that's a match I'm putting in the Hell in a Cell. That's a fight. Kendo sticks. Mm-hmm. Tables. Turnbuckles. Everything. Somebody yeah. Somebody's going through the cell. Yeah. Yeah, somebody <laughs> might have to go. It'd be Joe. It'd be Joe. He'd be, he'd, he'd start running at him. Yeah. He'd punk a dive out the way. <laughs> Pull a Otis. And they climbed that some bitch too. Oh yeah, they 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 would pull an Otis, Otis oh, with the chamber pie. Yeah, yeah. They would pull an Otis. That'd be some shit. Damn. And you gotta think Joe's Joe and but that's the same reason I think Joe and Kevin would be great too. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially they're all the same type of fighter. They're all that straight just yeah. come at you. With and the good ass. thing about Kevin too is Kevin's still somewhat of a high flyer. Yeah. So it started like a beat him up. Mm-hmm. And then you get some Kevin spots where you're like, oh, shit, that's right. Kevin can fly. Yeah. And Kevin to do some outrageous shit that a nigga his size is not supposed to do. Well, yeah. And you know it's somebody his size is not supposed to do it because Samoa Joe is not doing no shit like that. Yeah. I think the only flying Joe ever did was the uh, the through the ropes outside the ring thing. Yep. And Punk does a little bit of high flying. Or he did at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the uh, the Pepsi plunge and then mm-hmm. the um, the uh, the springboard, the springboard off the ropes. He did yep. that. Damn, them be some good ones. Them three. Mm-hmm. Put them three in a triple threat. I can see that too. Ooh, tri- ooh, triple, I can see that triple too. Triple threat for a world title. That'd be a TNA main event. Not an Impact main event. <laughs> that'd be, that'd, that for sure would be a TNA main event. I could see all three of them in the X Division match. Yeah, uh, Ultimate X match or some mm-hmm. shit. They tear that shit down. But um, all right, on with the fantasy booking. I got one more, and then 
and then I'm pretty much done. You got one more? All right, yeah. I got two more. My okay. next one is uh, Moxley versus Cactus Jack. Oh. Oh. That is war. That is war, my friend. That is war. That is war, my friend. That is war right there. And you, didn't even, you, you didn't even say Ambrose. Cactus you said Jack. Moxley. Ooh. Yeah, fuck Ambrose. <laughs> well, no, I mean because when he had the uh, the asylum match. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that wasn't. That wasn't what it could have been. No, it definitely wasn't. I'm but... talking about put you through a glass table, Moxley. Yeah. That's who I want. Sorry, Kenny Omega. <laughs> I want I want Moxley. Damn, that's a good match. Um Alright, so who goes over? Probably Moxley. Is it well prior? <laughs> When you think about Prime Cactus Jack, when when, when you think about Mick in his Hell in the Cell matches, I don't think he's Prime Cactus. You you give it to Prime Cactus. I don't know. Uh, That's the that that was the fatal flaw of Mick of Mick Foley. (laughs) He was so good, he never really had to win. You know, he needed that one win for validation, Mm -hmm. but he, he. he never really needed to win. He, yeah. His performance was so good, you never got tired of him. So maybe Moxley does go over, but I feel like, I feel like that would be the hardcore version of Mick Foley's um, of the like Mick, the uh, Mrs. Foley baby boy moment. Yeah, that would be the extreme version of it. Like if it was Prime Cactus. Mm-hmm. You would have the Hell in a Cell match. Moxley would be like, if you want it, this is the only way you're going to get it. Me, you, Hell in a Cell, title on the line. Yeah. And at that moment, I would put Cactus over. Okay. All right. I can, I can respect that. Um, my last one, I'm going to go Fiend Bray Wyatt. What? I'm going to see where you're going with this. Demon Finn Balor. Oh, okay. Just just to have a demon versus or whatever the hell the fiend is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't put these in any type of order, but that that's just that's just yeah. my that's just my. I can see one. that. I can see that. And then at this point, I think Demon Finn would go over. I I would expect Demon Finn to go <laughs> just over just because of the fiend. I would be very I would be very upset if Fiend went over. I'd be Demon Finn. I mean, if they had booked Fiend the right way when he came out, yeah, then you know you wouldn't be mad. But you know, it it still makes for a a scary ass looking match. Um, I think you could add a little sci fi into there. I think at one point you could have uh, Finn about to do the coup de gras, and the lights go out. Bray disappears. Bray disappears, but I think it'd be a it'd be a double twist. Like the lights come back on and the and the fiend is like standing up in the middle of the ring, looking at the turnbuckle Finn was at. <laughs> and Finn's behind him. <laughs> oh, that would be Finn's funny. in the opposite corner waiting to do the the, the be, shotgun drop kick again. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> like, nope, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That'd be a good. That'd be a good double twist. That's what I would do. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it though. That'd be dope. If they wrote it the right way, yeah, they booked it the right way, but that we, could be a that we, could be an amazing match. But the good thing is, we're the ones writing this because we know right. WWE can't write for <laughs> they, this match would be terrible if they did it. They were gonna have Finn come out as a pumpkin. <laughs> oh God, no! 
and Bray was gonna be a girl, like it was gonna be terrible. <laughs> he was gonna pop, he was gonna pop out the egg like gobbledygooker. <laughs> All right. Um, Godfather was gonna be the referee. My. <laughs> Not even Papa Shango. It was gonna be Godfather. <laughs> Just to make it worse. Oh my god. Savio I'm still Vega. waiting for that reveal. Savio Vega and S.A. Rios on commentary. <sighs> That'd be a fun commentary team. I ain't gonna lie to you. That'd be, <laughs> be a fun commentary team. One that makes team. no sense for the match, but it would just be funny to hear them talk. Right, just for us. This is great. Um, my last one, because uh, I, I was waiting to see if you were going to use them, mm-hmm. and you didn't. So I'm going to use them. Um, uh, and another, not a beat 'em up, but like another one where it's like, oh, this is, this is gonna be war. Mm-hmm. Um, I see world title. I see, uh, um, not Hell in the Cell pay per view. I see like Bad Blood. Okay. Um. Suspense. Randy Orton. Prime Randy. Uh. Viper Randy. Like, kiss your wife Randy. (laughs) Orange suntan Randy. That made no sense. Anger management Randy. Anger management Randy. Uh, Against Prime uh just came back from my leg injury, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's scary. That's scary. Two guys that don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Oh, that's that. That's scary. Tommaso, the guy who doesn't die. Randy, the snake <laughs> who does anything to get a win. Fuck, who wins? I I'd have to go. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. All can, I know is once we, it once that bell rings. Can we call this a no contest? <laughs> I could see that. Uh, I no. could see them riding away for this to like <laughs> for they there to be like just no throw win. each other through the cell. I could see that too. Or at least off the top of the cell. Now Randy ain't taking it off the top of the cell bump. No, no, no. He's not, <laughs> he not doing that. Through the cell, yeah. I could see him taking that bump. Just yeah. not, oh, not over the not top. Not over the top, no. If I got a ring to land in, I'm good. If I got to land on a table, we're not doing it. <sighs> Who does win that? Because there's a way to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, would, I don't know. I would give it to Randy. And they both have the uh, the uh, middle rope DDT, too. I would give it to Randy, but I would end it, uh, I wouldn't end it by pinfall. Because I would want to see that match again. Mm-hmm. I would have Randy punt kick him, but when his head is near the cell. So mm-hmm. it's like you get the kick from Randy, and then your head bounces off the cell. But if I'm Randy, I would do that more than once. Like, I would just prop him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it, oh, yeah. Prop oh, him yeah. up again. Do it the second time. I could see. I could see. I could see <laughs> them fighting all around that damn cell. Mm-hmm. I could see a spot where... Um, they both do an in-ring DDT uh, in the middle rope. And yep. then somewhere fighting outside, trying to get back to the ring. Ciampa sets up the kendo stick on the corner of the cell. Mm-hmm. Rips off the mat. Does the DDT on the outside. 
struggles to get Randy in, and Randy kicks out. So he starts ripping up the ring like mm-hmm. he did in that one spot with Johnny. Yeah. And goes to try and do the middle rope DDT again. Randy gets out and Punk kicks him for maybe the third time in the match. I do one outside the ring. I do one on top of the cell. And then the third one in the middle of the ring. Okay. To end the match. Okay. And he has to like crawl over to get the pin. Yeah. I'd be and like I would, that. I would go blood for both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to. Those two crazy bastards, you would have to. You absolutely would have to. But that's the only way I seem like it, it, it would it would end in a way where, like, both of them are over. Mm-hmm. And they did absolutely everything they could. Where you could argue, like, if he was able to get him in the ring faster, that could have been Tommaso's match. Yeah. But Randy had just enough time to recover and pull that kick out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tommaso Randy no and I could, you know what it would make it even better when he goes to do the middle rope DDT Randy gets out of it and kicks him in the nuts just so he, <laughs> just so he has a setup for the punt kick like it had to be that desperate uh huh but that's typical Randy fashion mm-hmm. that's the snake of Randy Orton I like that match that's a good match to think about alright so that is the Hell in the Cell favorite matches and dream matches. We had a blast doing this episode, man. It, was, it made us think. It made us come up with matches. And we got to reminisce on some some old-time classics. Mm-hmm. For sure. Man, I'm mad some of these aren't happening now. <laughs> so oh, damn it. Did we just build it? It's we, fine. We, it's built fine. Your, we built your it's hopes fine. up and then just we came back to reality for a second. Yeah, I have to do some uh, some 2K yeah, yeah, we're going to do some 2K work and create these matches. But thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for our, our people on Instagram who chimed in and told us their favorite matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Stevie? Um, nope. But stay, uh, stay following the accounts, man. We're always doing these special editions, so we might always be putting stuff out there mm-hmm. to gather information and uh, give you more things you want, guys. So... Stay tuned, man. Definitely. So, guys, have a great week. Hope you enjoy. Stay blessed and stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.